Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Ox Me Later. And this week, man, I mean, it's been a little while since I've done an Ox Me Later, man. Keto's surprisingly not here or whatever, but I have a brand new guest for you guys. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, when I say, oh, also, too, I almost forgot, man. We got that Mookie mix. I, I sent the cup so you know what's up, the AKA the Mookie mix, you know what I'm saying? That was the extinct, like, official guest over there i mean like just talented dope dj like musician artist everything and then my personal homie dj puppy d tucker what's good baby yo what's up fam how you doing how long has this been anticipation for us man man it's been a good six months probably Ever since I got word from it about six months ago, I free Damn, call you. You sent me. You sent it to me that far back. Yeah. Damn. It's been that. It's been that long. It's been a good six months. I know but, you sent me the screenshot. I was at work and I was like, "Oh shit, okay." I was like, "What's well, about time? We haven't had a new tuxedo in a while." Right. Right. You know, and I was like, "Oh, okay." You know, I, I was kind of like whatever. But when we got closer and closer, and I was doing this, I'm like, "Oh, bro, that's gonna be your debut." I was like, "When we do this album, oh yes." I was like, "And it, it, it's coming too." Like just. Just wait for it on that shit. It snuck up on us fast. Bro, real fast. You would forgot. Hmm? You would forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember because um, I've been went on um Apple and it won't even on the new releases page. I, I looked and I saw the date and I was like, oh shit, Tuxedo 3 did drop. Like, mm-hmm. in the world. <clears throat> so, yeah, like, first thing or whatever, man, you know, we normally get into, man, like, thoughts on the artist. I mean, should we just tell the story, the, story, the stories? I mean... Go for it, man. Honestly. Okay. What you got? I was randomly on Twitter one afternoon and shit. Mm-hmm. And this one dude was live streaming and he was like bumping some joy and he was like replying to people in the chat. And I was like, yo, what is that? And he was like, it's off Tuxedo's album. And I was like, what the fuck is Tuxedo? So right. I went and looked it up and I found the exact song he was playing. I was like, yo, this is, this is a banger. And it was Tuxedo, which is... Jake One and Mayor Hawthorne, which mm-hmm. I'm gonna get into Mayor Hawthorne a little bit later, but first I'm gonna talk about like you know the whole thing with me and Tuck in this. It was the last track off the first Tuxedo album or whatever, number one, number one, and that was the number one song we heard. That look, that's it. And I remember we was going, we was chilling, partying that weekend or whatever, like always. Mm-hmm. My nigga, turn up game, and I played it. He he looked at me like, yo, what is this? And I was like, nigga, I found this shit online or whatever, like. It's crazy, right? Mm. From there, we went through the whole album. We kind of went through the second album, really. It was just like, oh, man. Like, they got something here, man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when we say the number sound. one track. I mean, shit, how long has it been since we even... Was that last summer? What? We found about yeah. found out about Tuxedo? Yeah. Uh, yeah, last summer. If it wasn't last summer, it was definitely before tailgate. Well, before football season. Yeah. It was like sometime spring semester of last year or... Or uh, right before football season, one of the two. It's crazy, man. Like, yeah, it's. Did, did you know about? Well, I'm not even them. Did you know about either person prior, like Jake One or I heard about Mayor Hawthorne. Mayor Hawthorne. Right. Cause I mean, it's very 
So he only has like a out of all the years he's been around, he only he has like a hundred million views. Bro, like, my YouTube. brother got me on Mayor Hawthorne, and it was only because yeah. him and Kendrick did the track together. Yeah, I had no clue, but I, I I couldn't play that around my white homies. They were like, "Who's this like white R and B dude?" I was mm-hmm. like, "He's from like the UK or something." Like this, I, he's not American. I don't think so. We're going to tell you. I don't know if you know who that is, but dude, Angelini. No, I don't know if you know who she is. No, She's sir. like a music critic, basically. Right. And she said it best. She said it's the shit people listen to when they want to get drunk, stoned, and sentimental. The reason Mel Hawthorne stays making that timeless, soulful, baby-making music. Mm. She said it the best. We gonna get into that too, because I mean, like I told you, my, my first track with him was that I think it was "Crime" with Kendra Lamar, mm-hmm. and then that kind of turned into me going through his. Um, <coughs> I think the album was called um, "Where Does This Door Go." Mm-hmm. And it was like five tracks in a row right around that Kendrick track or whatever. Yeah. Where I was like, oh my god, like this dude is crazy. Because he only has like four albums in total. Four four, four length albums. I haven't went through all of them or whatever, but like, I mean. Me I, neither. I haven't either. I, I, maybe I need to do that one day. Which I mean, I know it's not like him and Jake or whatever. It's like, Which I mean, Jake might be on some shit. And then Jake won. I mean, I, didn't, I don't have anything pulled up right now, but. I remember listening to an interview with him on this other pod I listened to, whatever, and, like, he is amazing. I mean, just has everything or whatever. It's just, thing is, like, that's the best thing about them. It's just, like, the duo you would never would have thought would have worked. A dude, oh. a dude from the UK and then Mel Arthur being from, where, Seattle? Yeah, yeah, fucking Seattle. He's like a backpacker and shit. Yeah, he's a full-blown, he was raised by hippie parents in Bruh. Ann Arbor, Michigan. <laughs> Like, he was raised by hippie parents. That was the wildest thing I ever saw. That's not the wildest, like, I think the wildest combo or whatever is probably, like, um, you know, Fonte from Little Brother. Mm-hmm. Him, and then, um, I don't know the dude he, like, links up with, but whenever they do foreign exchange, it's like fucking, like, Fonte, you know, black dude from North Carolina. I don't even know if he's from, well, I, I, fuck, we rapping Fonte, North Carolina or whatever, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, screw it. We'll say he's been here long enough. Facts. He's, he's a resident. Yeah, and he played football for Central, so it's all mm-hmm. that matters. Like, black dude from Central linking up with a, like, UK producer and everything, and they make some of the most beautiful shit I've ever heard. And I'm like, right. oh my god, this is crazy. That's probably the most interesting shit, but that's for another day, too. So we're going to go ahead and get into this joint, bro. Right. Let's go for it. <sighs> Tuxedo 3. Labeled as funk music. They don't have a bio on this one or whatever, but... No, I haven't found one yet. I've been looking and looking. I know on the previous one. one or whatever, it was pretty much just like... Let me find it. See, I'm going to find the original... Ugh, God, why is... I can't even find it no more. What is it? Oh, God. Okay, it, it's just short and sweet. It just says, Mayor Hawthorne and Jake One channel their inner Shalimar. And I'm like, you know what? I'm glad I read that because we're going to get to a track later on. And I'm just like, oh, bro, that was straight Shalimar right there. You know I'd be on my damn, like, 80s R&B kick sometimes or whatever. And it's a particular record. I'm like, okay, yeah. Y'all y'all did that one. Y'all, y'all got me here. But, no, the first track, The Tuxedo Way. Mm-hmm. Which has been out for about three months now. Right, that was the lead single. That was the lead that single. That was the one you sent me. Yes. Because you were like, yo, they got a new track out. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, so we turned turning this weekend. What? Mm-hmm. You know, listen to it. Then and then still be listening to it or whatever. It gives me. I, I said like yo like I can just see us like 
You remember, what's the event we was at? Not last year, but the year before last or whatever, like New Year's or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, the New Year, the New Year's Eve bash, right? The Hilton. I, like, give me that us in like all white and shit, like right. just surrounded by chicks or whatever, drinking like yes. not even like brown, but like crystal and shit. You know, what I'm yeah. saying like fancy shit that your parents be drinking or whatever with they pinky nah, up. Nah, fuck it. We keeping it true. We getting that oatmeal stream out there. <laughs> hey, the shit. oatmeal stream and the don't plastic it, bottle. Don't get it twisted. Thirteen dollars for a half gallon. Don't, hey. we, we keeping it real in here. Hey, gotta, we gotta keep it to the roots. You already know how it be sometimes. Mm-hmm. Struggle was real, ladies and gentlemen. Dr- <laughs> we was fucking sneaking drinks or whatever that mm-hmm. night. Good lord. <laughs> I had the Crown Crown Royal Crown Royal uh, rep. Oh, Give me airplane bottles of Crown Royal Apple and vanilla. Shout out to old Mills that night or whatever that was. It's like, oh yeah, you know, we'll buy you drinks. Oh, right. oh Nick, you want some of my lifesavers. My I'm going to tell you, like, I never... How? Tell me how I spent two hundred dollars that night. Oh, nigga, you ain't tell me that. Yeah, I spent I spent two hundred dollars. I, I got stuck in that one spot taking pictures and shit it, it, with people as soon as they walk in or whatever. So I was stuck there for the longest. Right. And by the time I finally escaped, I'm like, "Yo, y'all niggas turn. I'm just here, just like, what's what's going on? I'm lit. It's litty." You know, I had to catch up and shit. I'm like, y'all done lost my buzz from earlier and shit. That's when I disappeared and showed up those airplane bottles. Yeah, you did pop out of nowhere. I was like, yo, had a little had a little six pack of them in my pocket, <laughs> my suit pocket. Oh shit! But because I wasn't about to pay no thirteen, fourteen dollars for a for a rum and coke. Oh no, nah, you got to fuck that special with uh, little cups, not yeah. even decent sized cups, not even little cups, so little party cups, All little right. punch, little cups of punch. You get it like. Wedding showers and shit. Yeah, like nah, nah, fam. I ain't paying thirteen dollars for that. Not rocking with that. No time. These, well, it was Jesus Mero said his best. You can suck my dick from the back. <laughs> you know, Jesus Mero. Shout out to them. Bodega boys all day. Oh, you know? I, I mean, super facts, bro. Oh, my God. I'm remember that graph? Remember that graphic I made? Yeah. It was the Back to the Future joint. It says you can suck my dick from the back to the future. You know, hey man, come it on, be like now. that sometimes though. It's a staple. It's a statement. Two <laughs> K forever. Oh, I'm weak already, yo. I, I'm telling y'all, this is rare too because I've noticed it's never happened with Keto. Whatever, y'all know, I always keep the ice over here, here and everything. Mm-hmm. Tuck has a whole cup of the Mookie mix over there. So, right, whole. If this explains anything, y'all are hearing or whatever. <clears throat> We just getting started. Just remember that. We're going to Mookie Mix and some real stuff. We're going to be selling in the store soon. Hey, man. Yeah. We need to go ahead and... Look out for your ABC store. It's gonna... Okay, Mookie Mix. Do made by Mookie up. himself. That's good. Mm-hmm. Burrow Mix. All the... <laughs> Next track, man. Uh, you and Me. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed this. It, this was giving me kind of... Hmm. Like, dope record... Like I said, like pretty much most of the tracks or whatever without features is just Mare just doing his thing or whatever. Yeah. Jake's killing just all the Just doing beats. what he's always done. You know what I'm saying? No. If you listen to this album or if you haven't listened to it or whatever, like highly recommend it. But if not, you enjoy just good R&B, soul, funk, all this type of just elements of singing or whatever. Right. You get all that shit. But this, like I, I pretty much just was, this, I think I've only listened to it twice. You know what I'm See, saying? See, most people don't know with Mare Hawthorne though. A lot of people have heard of him, but right. ne- haven't heard of him. They've definitely heard his music. Yeah. Because a lot of rappers nowadays use him as a sample in a lot of their songs now. Because the thing is, he started off as a DJ in Michigan in the height of Detroit hip-hop when, uh, when Dilla was still alive and 
spinning records, making rap beats, and now he's making soul records. You know, right. he went from doing that to what he's doing now. I will. And I still believe to this day he's not what you know is who you know. See, Jake's just talented though. Yeah, Jake's See, just so overall this thing just or whatever, and talented. On, on this podcast mm-hmm. or whatever, like he when he was on, getting interviewed and shit, I found out something I never knew and I had never even heard like hardcore wrestling fans even knew about or whatever. Right. Apparently, you know the the intro song that John Cena has? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. That's him. Yeah. He never got any, he only got like an initial <clears throat> check off of it or whatever. Didn't get copyrights or anything. First you know, debut. I think they it was like the first, the first, first time anybody ever heard that was through John Cena. Like, think about that shit. Like, it, like literally, I think he was, he was saying like, at the time or whatever, he kind of knew Cena or whatever, but like, you know, he was like, yo, we can't get you no copyrights or whatever, all this or whatever, but we'll give you like 500, like, grand and shit, or some, 50, some, some amount of money. He was like, was I just, just needed this shit and I didn't care. It was just one big, one big investment, basically. But just think about that, though. Like, yo, yeah. you made the that's world Cena. worldwide known. That one beat is just worldwide. <laughs> I mean, known. sixteen time WWE champion, man. Like, that's like you don't even insane. know. The thing is, the best thing about it, though, you don't even have to be a wrestling fan and nah. know that song. Yeah, you know that song. Like, you knew that song. You know who John Cena is because of that song. This is true. And then a couple of years ago, whatever his the fucking meme shit just went in bonkers. Yeah. This is John Cena. Yeah, and then that fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like on the on the track though, the me and you track, mm-hmm. it, it gave me kind of like when I be listening to Joe Budden, he says this shit all the time, or whatever. He's like, "Yo, by this point, I already done found the chick up or whatever. We on the skating rink. I done fell down four times. She done helped me get up and everything." Which also too, man, like tell me why, like, I, like you know, like here in Greenville or whatever, y'all ain't got no like just dope skating rink and shit. Like we got no. back in the bro or whatever. We used to have one. We used to have one. They turned it into an ice skating rink. Yeah, the ice skating rink. Because white people are strong out here. You know, the caucasity is real. I mean, this is is facts. But, like, my thing is, okay, I've never been ice skating. I'll definitely go, whatever. But it'd be certain chicks or whatever. No, I'm not going ice skating. I'm not going to fall or whatever. And I'm like, well, nigga, I'm not going to. It's going to fall. It's going to hurt. It's going to be cold. It's like, yeah, it's an ice skating rink. What do you think it's going to be? Room I'm temperature? Like, yeah, we ain't going to be out here like delicate, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'm going to bust my ass. I was like, I ain't no pro. <laughs> I've probably been ice skating probably three times in my life. But that's what this track was giving me. It was just giving me like, yo, you and a chick like skating. No it's ice like skating. A first, it's like a first date vibe type thing. <laughs> Maybe a second date vibe. Maybe. Just like, do you even get to the second date these days? Chicks don't even give you that. I don't know, man. Off. Oh, you can have my Snapchat. I might. I yeah. might. T- I might. You might hit. Serious. I might hit you back on Snap. Like, or you might get it and they don't hit you back the next day. We ain't gonna talk about none of this though. You know, you or know, like blow the spot up. Or you can hit them up and then the next day you wake them, wake up and next morning you got that little gray triangle beside beside her name. Gray triangle. Gray, gray the infamous gray triangle. You ever heard about this? Uh-huh. It's when the girl either blocks you. Or Word? haven't added you yet. It says pending. Oh, oh, oh! You talk. Oh, okay. You talking yeah. about up there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, talking, I was, I'm thinking of text. My dumbass. Yeah. Because I was like, wait. I was like, wait, wait. Hold up. But pause. It also lets you know that you've been blocked on Snap. Yes. I didn't know <clears> that. Basically, that's what it means. It's either one of two things: you either got blocked or they haven't added you yet. Because I, I know the little gray, the pending shit. Yeah. Or my favorite, whenever it's like, oh, won't, it, won't we just... Well, I think I figured out whenever, like, um, the... What is it? The... God. Oh, whenever the number isn't there anymore. 
Yeah. When it just has the name, but there's no number, I'm like, oh, word. It's like that, son. Like, mm-hmm. damn. Or my absolute faves or whatever. Like, for example, when, I be, when I'm recording these and I record me and the homie doing the interview and shit or whatever. And like, oh, you know, you don't talk to me and shit, but yet you looking through all the snaps. Yeah. And if you're listening now, damn. Um, next track. <laughs> anyway, next moving track. on. Moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> OMW, <laughs> a.k.a. Mm. On The Way, featuring... Um, Levin Kelly and oh god, let's see. I about did it again. I about mm-hmm. did it again. Levin Kelly and Battle Cat. Mm, never heard of him. Me neither. But this was a cool record. I mean, it was it was giving me like just. I mean, it like like a, the, the shit I wrote down is pretty much like yo, like it was a perfect funk R and B and Parliament fusion or whatever. Like I was getting mm-hmm. all three of those or whatever on this record. And I was just like, okay, like, at first I was like, okay, yeah, this this is cool. This is really cool. You know? Because I don't know about you or whatever. I haven't, I don't think I've mentioned this yet. Like, this is the third Tuxedo album, but I don't think I've fully went through the first two. I like the tracks I like. Yeah. But as far as, like, the entire record or whatever, I have never played. Kind of like, you know, we say we never listened to the entire Mary Hawthorne. Yeah. Like, or besides, like, I listened to, like, like you know, when- Tuxedo 2. Yeah. I've only really, like, probably two songs out of Besi- Yeah, besides the two tracks we both fuck with, it's not really, like, like fucking with Tuxedo 1. Special. That one song was, like, pretty, helped produce. And that's the intro, right? Mm-mm. It was, okay. um, special, I think it was, like, halfway through the album. But that one song was produced, helped produce... Uh, Snoop Dogg has something to do with that song. Huh, okay. He, he helped me hold it in it. Right. Basically. Because, like, Snoop Dogg's a big promoter of Tuxedo. I don't know if you follow him on IG or Twitter or something. But I, I just I just recently heard, like, they big, like, Cali, West Coast shit or whatever. Yeah. Like, they've never really been... Like, they go to East Coast, but it's not like... They don't go down South type areas and shit. Cause they're like, no. who the fuck... I think the farthest south... south uh, they're on tour right now. The farthest south they'll go is August 4th coming up in D.C., that's the farthest south east they go like I remember Jake was talking about like on that interview he was like yo you know I can't imagine like going to fucking Texas or whatever people want to li- listen to like Country. me mayor like yeah huh they want to listen to like, <laughs> George Strait or Garth Brooks or hey, hey man hey hey I'm not gonna talk about them or whatever that's the audience right yeah <laughs> hey man it's, it's you already know what it is right uh Next record, uh, Dreaming in the Daytime. This one. Featuring MF Doom. Yeah. This one I listened to partially. I yeah. never got through it all. Yeah. Because it was just, I don't know. I, I think I was at work. I just really wasn't paying attention to it. I pretty much said, like, it's more of like, okay. It was giving me, oh, it, it, like, it, this and then another record we'll get to later on. I'm like. Pretty much everything that the, the title is, it is what song. the song. Yeah, it's a song. And we got a dope ass verse from Doom, which I'm like, yo, where the fuck did they go? Where, where the, Jake? What phone calls did you have to do to fucking get MF Doom? Right. He had a pretty nice verse or whatever. I felt like it was kind of short. Like right. I wanted a little bit more, but I mean, still pretty good. That we always want a little more, don't we? Oh, it doesn't that pertain to life and everything? Yeah. Oh, it's just a little bit more. It's like 
when you get that last call, they're like, oh, man, I want more drink, though. But you ain't drinking the last hour. Or the infamous line, I mean, can you just really eat one Pringle? Right. Can't just have one. Nah, man. I mean, you know. No. And Pringles, I'm waiting for that uh, that little uh, royalty check. A little infamous. There's a little tagline. We just said the Pringles tagline. I'm waiting for that check. You know, <laughs> come in a check for $2. I don't care. Hey, bro. You already know. My 15 seconds of fame. So, bro. I told you it was coming or whatever. We already here with me. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite record up here. You said what? What? This is my favorite record right here. Track five, extra texture. Extra texture, yes. Featuring damn funk. Damn funk. Yeah, damn funk. Mm-hmm. Bruh. Okay. First off, and I literally <laughs> wrote this down or whatever, and it's the same thing that that was the first thing popped in my head or whatever, like. You know, we coming off the last record or whatever. I'm, I just heard Doom or whatever. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, cool. Next thing I know, I'm like, the beat comes on. I'm like, I kind of gave the face like, wait, what? Like, oh, hold up. Where the fuck is... I'm like, okay, Jake, you going stupid on this. Then mm-hmm. stores going in and shit. And I'm like, okay, this straight fucking Netflix and chill ass... Um, not even October, like late November as it's, it's nice co- and crisp outside. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. go ahead, throw a scarf on or whatever, but chick's still in the line at the club with like shorts on and dresses on. Right. Cute over comfortable, man. <laughs> like, all it, is. it gave Cute me that tight vibe or whatever. I'm like, yo, like, re-listening to this shit in November is going to be stupid. You know hoes going to get cold, man. They got to <laughs> gotta, oh, gotta, gotta have a soul first, you know? <laughs> Come on now. You know this. Like, it was already crazy. And then, like, I'm like, okay. And then, like, right towards the end, the beat went crazy again. And I was like, yo, this nigga's... I was like, yo, he trying to fuck with me now, son. I was like, yep, this might be it. I was like, this might be it. And by the time I got to the end of it, I was like, yeah. Like, I was like, that's my favorite track. Like, killed it, man. It's going to be my most read listens right here. Right. (sighs) Next record, track six, we got... Gabriel's Groove featuring Gabriel Garzo. Never heard of him. Garzon Montano. Obviously, look at you for not late. Look at you getting it right, bro. Uh-huh. Gabriel is, I think he is one of their producers. Okay. Something, because they kind of did something on Tuxedo 2 with, it was called Scooter's Groove. I think, I think it was like Scooter and Gabriel. Or two people in their little group. See, that makes sense. They make it, a song for like one of their boys or something. It, it gave me the, like, well, not the, the, the track was hard. Mm-hmm. Like, at first I was like, okay, I'm kind of vibing on this. And then it ended and I was like, oh, okay, that was a little interlude. Because like, at the time I was looking at my phone, they'd be like, oh, this is only like a minute and 29 seconds. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, like the, um, I think it was Scooter's Groove was about the same length. It was probably minute 15, minute 20. Right. Something like that. It was a little interlude of the album. It was like a little break. Before they get back right back into it, mm-hmm. you know, he was, I think he was basically giving them a little shout out. Right, it, it gave me the same vibe like I was talking about little brother earlier and shit. Like, I forgot like off maybe the connected album and shit where they had a track. It was an interlude called like Nick's Groove or whatever, and mm-hmm. it was just like you know instrumental and shit. And I'm like oh, okay, so maybe that's just like you know some like little old to like you know one of the producers and shit. You did this or whatever. We're just gonna give you a little shout out right here, you know, mm-hmm. little dope, little quick track or whatever, you know. <sighs> bruh, bruh, bruh. 
You ready for this next one? This next like, one now. What's up? This na- ne- next one now got me. It's not my favorite one, but Vibrations featuring was... Paris Alexa. Yeah, yeah, Paris Alexa. Like Paris Alexa. So, okay. When I was listening, the first thing it put me in the mind of was like, okay. This sample, man, like there's got to be a sample in here. Like I hear something, I can't, I can't put my finger on it. Like, I was like, this shit sounds hard. I like it, you know, vibrations, but I don't know where. Like, so I, I go on who sampled. I'm like, yo, Tuxedo Three, and they're like, no samples on this like album. I'm like, yeah, you're kidding me. I'm like, because it sounds has that, I, I don't know what it is. I still haven't put my finger on it yet. So you got the same vibe because I'm yes, like, yo, what the fuck is this, man? That sample is just very familiar. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but I don't I know. I don't look for like the next five minutes after I listen yeah. to the record, and I was like, "Yo, I can't find this shit. It's annoying me now." I was like, "I can't put my finger on it," but obviously, there's no saying. There's no like info who made that sample. It's all Jake Una, you know. Yeah, it's got to just like Jake was like, okay, he had something in mind or whatever. He's like, "Yo, right here, I'm about to fuck him up." Yeah, completely. Because I was at work. And I was about to drive, I was driving, you know, like I do for work. Mm-hmm. But um, I was in the car playing this, vibrations came on, I about lost it. Because <laughs> I, my, mainly Isn't because, that the best slash scariest feeling? Yeah. Whenever you're like driving this shit and a record comes on, you're like, oh shit! Right. And like, you like, yo. The car swerves a little bit to the left. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta like, swerve, you're like, yo, mm, get you something like, look, look, I love Tuxedo, but I ain't dying over it. Like, oh, you know? Right. That is, I mean... I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to talk about now. Like the other day, whatever, I was just realizing, um, because I was going through Chris Brown's long ass fucking two hour and four minute album, which right, <laughs> like, and I found the track and I was like, oh yo, this shit kind of hard. And then like me. beat switched on it. And I was like, oh shit, nigga. And I was like, yeah. Is it me or is Chris Brown's album? It's, they get longer and longer. Well, this is shorter long. than the last one. I know the last one was like, what, 45 songs? 45, and then like a little bit after, he went and gave us the fucking deluxe edition that was fucking um, 56 records. Yes. This one is only, I think, 34, 36, something like that. Something like that. It's over 32 songs, I know that. Yeah. I think I know about eight, nine of them. Which is insane because it's bringing us back to like the early '90s when motherfuckers out there dropping fifty songs, but twenty five on each side. You Yo, know, side Chris, A, side B. Chris on some damn Tupac, damn double disc ass. Yes, like twenty records on each disc ass shit or whatever. Right, like, that's what it's I'm saying. insane. Side A and side B. Bruh, like dead ass. I know, like, when it gets to see, because, like, we could do this with these little short albums and shit, like Tuxedo, you know, right. we did Tyler's album, we did Future's album and shit. When it gets to those shit, like Chris Brown, I'm just be like, yo, just pick, like, the tracks that you like, we're gonna talk about them. Right. Because there's no way just, we can, We're not gonna stay here for hours. Can you imagine going through um, Heartbreak on a full moon? Nah, fam. 45 records? Nah, fam. Like, I think I would have to, like, okay, first off, if we if we did that, which I'm not, we're not doing it. I'm gonna say if we did no. do it, it's gonna be like you know the favorite tracks. But like we still have to go through and listen to 45 songs. God yeah. bless us, niggas got shit going on. Anyways, <laughs> other pods to record, lives to have. Good God! But no, my thing about it is like speaking I would of, have to edit all that shit. Yeah, and, and speaking of life, 
And and thinking about editing or whatever, okay, people are going to listen to, like, let's say, like, you know, when I just chopped up the last basketball pod and shit, and that was, like, three hours and some change, and I went an hour, then the other hour, or Mm -hmm. the other two hours. Bro, if I did that damn shit, God knows, let's say, for example, we in here for six hours, we're Mm going to fucking die. Yeah. And then I'm going to have to chop that up to, like, what, maybe three, maybe four, five, six, like. Maybe. Bro, and we're not supposed to sit here and talk for Chris Brown for six hours. Yeah, but. Ugh. That's the thing about life, man. Like, I'm always working, always making money, right. but always sleeping. Every time I go to work, I come home, go to sleep, but I'm always tired and I'm always broke, so I don't know what the hell's going on. Bro. You know? I don't know what the hell's going on in That's life. That's what the white women called um, adulting. Hmm. You don't want to adult today. Uh, adulting. Right? But I still consider myself a professional child. Just saying. I mean, my thing about it is, like, I was I was telling this chick whatever because she was like, "Don't take it personal, or whatever." I'm not talking. To, I don't like no. This that whole statement is stupid. Right. I don't want an adult today. Like yo, I can say that shit out loud or whatever. You can say it to other people on like Snapchat, text, whatever. Yeah, we but ain't like, talking it out in public. Well, not even that, but like yo, you can say I don't want an adult today, but like yo, my bill's gonna still come. Yeah, <laughs> like, yo, hey, the day. bill collector's like, still gonna call your ass in, in a month. <laughs> hey, hey, where's my money at? You know. Like, I could be sitting here, have sleep or whatever, like another hour and a half, and be like, Coco, I don't want to take you out. I just want to go to bed. And he'll be like, okay, but I will pee on the floor. Yeah. Like, there's consequences to shit, damn it. Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. Complain about, put, complain about never having money, but never want to go to work. Hey, bro. We, <laughs> just come on now. There's some things in life we just got to do. Bro, I told you, look, we, 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 if we, I can we, figure, we can preach to him. Let's finish this up or whatever, because God bless. I, I already know. I can hear it now. And I, mean, I, got, I got sidetracked and shit. Like, hey, it happens. Right. <sighs> it happens, man. The next record, track eight, if you want it. I thought this was dope. It's basically, like, if a girl wants it, she can have it. She doesn't want it. it. It's pretty much the second song, whatever. I'm like, yo, it fit the title perfectly. Yeah. It's pretty much it. Like, we're pretty much going to say the entire thing is dope. We like Tuxedo, whatever. Like, yeah. there's, like, and there's, and there's really no bad records. Like, I mm-hmm. mean, there wasn't a part where I'm like, oh my God, I just want to skip you. But, yeah. like, we also said, like, the entire project is like, shit, uh, 34 minutes, 11 yeah. songs. I mean, like, you literally just, like, you go on a little walk or whatever, and you, like, I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You I'm not even it. back at the crib or whatever, and I'm already like done with the album. Yeah, it's just one like quick listen. Something you want to jam out for 34 minutes. Yes, it's feel weird bro. if you're those weird kind of people that want to jam out for a certain amount of time. I mean, a certain amount of time. I mean, a certain amount of time. 34 minutes and four seconds. This right. is the album for you. I'm going to tell you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and throw this off. Throw this out there before we get to track nine. All right. Mm-hmm. I feel like, okay, I told you my favorite record was Extra Texture. Yes. I have a feeling that track nine on a good one is going to be your favorite record. Am I right? It is. You guys, ladies and gentlemen, we in the studio right now, and I did not know this prior. My nigga can vouch for it or whatever. I didn't know this. I just know Tucker and how we vibe or whatever. Because you legit, told me, because you told me not to tell you what my favorite record was. Yeah, like he was about, he was about to tell me before we started. I said, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, 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 save for the pot, save for the pot. And because like literally when I was doing my notes or whatever, listening to shit, I wrote banger question like yeah. point, exclamation point, exclamation point, and I said straight Saturday night vibes. Yes. I was like, I can legit see at the end of the night and shit, and when you like can play shit that you want to play or whatever, I'd be like, yo, Tuck, play it. I'm playing, 
that's the thing about tuxedo, man. Like, I'll start off with a set. Sometimes I'll start with a tuxedo, but it all depends on how many people are there. If there's right. nobody in there, I ain't wasting that music. I ain't wasting that time not to play tuxedo, you know? And I play tuxedo. I probably squeeze probably four or five songs throughout the night and then just go ham on it. I'm right. either doing that or playing some, like, straight, like, boys to men or something. Something wild. See, what was the, God, what was the one joint you played one day? And I was like, yo, talk on it like this or whatever. And I had the whole video. I was, God, hammered it. Like, oh, it was. Two, uh, like 145 and shit. Oh, Saturday. that was, uh, you see me swinging my mint direction. Oh, or mint God. condition. Mint condition. That was, you see me swinging. Now, that. That right there is a straight baby maker. It took me back for a second. I was like, yes. yo, I forgot where I was at. God, that, that's, I love when music does that shit, man. Right. But, like, no, but, I just had a feeling. I was like, this is going to be your favorite record. Because yes. I was like, this shit was crazy. Because this one just screams summer yeah. to me. It just screams the summer anthem. You're out on the pool with the mix in your hand mainly Mookie Mix you got some Mookie Mix in that Yeti that's it you know or whatever these last three tracks I mean you could just play them back to back to back or whatever and like which was it we're not skipping shit but like these last three is just like okay yeah I put them on or whatever and I'm like okay I'm in some shit right now because like with this one right here on a good one like I said you buy the pool this joint comes on you're gonna lose it you're gonna start bobbing your head Spinning them shoulders, you know, <laughs> doing that shoulder roll, a that little, little shimmy, Uzi shit. a little Uzi Burt, <laughs> get a little, got a little uh, Yeti for a Mookie mix in the cup. If you oh, can't afford a Yeti, get a uh, Ozark. You know, it's ten dollars at Walmart. That's what I got. I'm happy with it. If you light up, but uh, anyway, but yeah, this is the ultimate summer vibe, in my opinion, on this whole album. It just screams summer. Booty teeth clapping, you know. <laughs> sun's out, buns out all day, you know. Like this was the banger one or whatever. Like pretty much, I was getting through the album or whatever, and like we had gotten the kind of central joint. We kind of got to this. I'm like, yo, where is that like banger? Where is that number one? Like, because where, you know they always, I'm they always think it is like tuxedo. What I've noticed, they always put that one at the end of the track because like, like you get sad because you know the album's almost over yeah but they hit you with this and you're like oh we ain't done yet big boy you know we ain't done yet bruh it it, it got me and I'm like okay I was ready for it man Mm -hmm. on the track 10 Toast to Us featuring Benny Sings Mm -hmm. whoo okay when it first came on yo I ain't gonna lie, like I dead ass thought, and I, if I if I was close by my phone, I'd have been like, okay, I hit the wrong button and shit. But I would kind of have my phone like around, and yeah. I was on my Bluetooth and shit. And bro, like dead ass, I was like, is this the same album? Because at first I thought this some was some trap sounding shit. Yeah, like it was. We been listening to funk, R and B, Parliament type shit. This whole thing, and we kind of got, and I was like, yo, like. Yo, like I'm not gonna say Migos, but like this is giving me like just like I was like, wait, what is happening right now? They but I you. wasn't mad. They hit, they hit you with that little tick. Like isn't every trap song? That t- I was never expecting to hear Mayor Hawthorne sing on like an almost trap type beat. Right. Well, maybe I could, but like I, I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing about you gotta go back to Mayor Hawthorne's roots in Detroit. Like he was DJing and making music in the. In the prime time of Detroit hip hop, 
bro. I just you know it's just his vibe is where this took me. I ain't gonna say it took me back. It just like yeah, because the whole the whole album took me back. This took me. This brought me back to like music now. Yeah, and I was like, I, but but I wasn't. I was never expecting that from out of, this record out of Tuxedo. So especially coming off the like the last record, which we say you know banger, like you know right. like the shit we've been waiting for, or whatever. I got to this and I'm like, oh, that, so then I kind of got mad because I'm like, oh, this shit about to be over, and y'all niggas want to do this. Like not to say I was bored, but like you know, so I was just cooling for a while. You know, I was just right. on some like kind of funk type, you know, like little head bobbing shit. And now y'all got me in here like straight dancing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all really got me fucked up right here towards the end, bro. That's why I say like tuxedos for everybody. They just don't realize like, it. They don't realize it until you listen to it because they have so different many kinds of music in this one album. Right. It just fits everybody's music taste. Yeah. Well, maybe everybody for country. But, well, I mean, somewhat country. Now country, like pop country. And then half of these country artists use auto-tune now. You're going to have to tell the audience and me about that because you know I have no like idea about any of that. But, uh, about pop country? Uh, any country. Well, not even any country. Most country. I told, I was just telling niggas <clears> I just found out who fucking Casey Musgraves was and she yeah. won like, was it, um, album of the year or some shit? Mm-hmm. A Grammy? She did. She well, went out. I think it was album of the year, but I can't remember what the album. And, was. and look, I had no clue what the hell the album was. So like, yeah. I know I heard the intro, or whatever, off of them one pod. I listened to it. I was like, "Yo, this shit kind of slaps." Right. And now, if you tell but, me to go listen to that entire album, I'm gonna look at you kind of like you crazy. But when hey. it kind of looks like when I say like pop country, yeah, I'm talking about like uh, I can't remember what one song. It's a country artist named Thomas Rhett. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's like country and pop mix. It's kind of like an upbeat. But it's not like twang. It's not like hey okay. y'all. Like it's not the real country accent, you know. But at the same time, like and then all of a sudden, like the music cuts out and it drops this like EDM beat. Hmm. I was just like, this is not country. Like me, I'm a fan. I mean, of- but I feel like I don't think any. I will. Don't mind me when I say this or whatever. Uh-huh. Like I don't think anything has a box anymore because I'm like, yo, I feel like genres and shit are just so ta- like I'm not even tapered over, but I'm also too. It's like, yo, new generations or whatever, because, like, think about it. It's new people, new sounds coming out I'm every pretty day. sure, like, you know, whenever, my, like, my mom was growing up and shit, my grandma was like, oh, this music, well, not even this music trash, but, like, yo, this music ain't fucking with, like, you know, what we was doing in this time or whatever. Yeah. And it's that's just a generation like, thing. Yeah, and then they looking at us like, yo, you know, y'all don't know about, like, fucking, like, yo, we was, like... Like, I remember, like, going to my first country con Like, not a country concert. <laughs> my first concert or whatever. My mom talked about... She remembers going to see fucking Rick James and shit or whatever. Oh, like, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just think about that. Like, can you fucking imagine? Imagine going to the Rick James concert and uh, Eddie Murphy pops out. Bro. We're not going to get into partying all the time right now. <laughs> We're not going to get... You just reminded me. I, we, I'm playing that soon, too. Because we have not no, listened to party, little, in, party all the time in a minute. <laughs> Bro, let, let's finish this album off. We can get back in the music in a second. Right, let's last finish one. this album off. Last one. Last record, man. Uh, track 11, Close, featuring Gavin. Uh, is that Tariq? 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 Tariq, maybe. I'm going to say they being black and it's Tariq. How about that? Yeah, man. Tariq. Bruh. Okay. Okay, okay. I'm not going to lie. Like I said, Already went through the like my favorite track or whatever, uh-huh. and I told you the other one that you liked or whatever the best was probably my second one. Mm-hmm. It was tied right there with it. 
If this ain't my third, it's tied with my second. I yeah. love this shit. Yes. This literally, the like, only thing I wrote down in my notes was this was the closest thing I had to Shalimar. It legit sounded like a Shalimar fucking cover or something. I thought this shit I mean, was that's incredible. probably what they were going for when they, this was, it, when they called it close. It, that's what I was saying. This is you exactly know? how you close a fucking album. Yeah. I love this. It, this yeah. this kind of made me upset. Like, yo, this shit's only 34 minutes. Yeah. I wanted like a little bit more after this or whatever because this one kind of got me like, yo, if I would have got like three more tracks like this, five more tracks like this, I'm not, well, I'm, I'm still satisfied, but like, I wasn't ready for it to end, which is quote unquote, like legit close yeah. like this. But yeah, they, they, great close to the album, man. Yeah, great like close. Shit. Your thoughts? I mean, like I said, the album, album, uh, record name speaks for itself. Yeah. It's close. You know, it's a great, it's a great way to close out the album. Mainly because they're keeping, they're going back to the roots on this one. Yeah, I feel like they're going back to the the Tuxedo One, the original the yeah. OG Tuxedo album, where they came out and dropped it. Nobody knew what to expect because they never heard of these guys before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they've heard of Mary Hawthorne, yeah. but Dick Una never heard of them right. until I heard of Tuxedo. You know, it's just one of those. It's one of those things. They're going back to their roots on it. I mean, basically, you know, that's all I really can say about it. Bro, rating, man. Scale to 1 to 10. Tuxedo 3. DJ Puffy D. Scale 1 you to 10. You go first, man. You the guest. I mean, I give it a, I give it a solid 9.5. Oh, shit. I'm going high. I'm going, I hear you. I'm going high on it because, like I said, so 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 you, you nine and a half. This is rotation the rest of the year, not yeah. just all summer. The rest of the year, yeah. Holy shit! Because mainly, like I said, if nobody if anybody listening has never heard of Tuxedo, yeah. listen to it because it vibes with everybody. That's just one of those one of those artists and groups that just everybody can listen to their music and have a good time. It's like a unity type thing. Yeah, you know. Like if somebody like sit down, they can in easily in like tension. You yeah. start playing tuxedo. <laughs> if it's a tense moment, you can cut tension with a butter knife. You know, you cut the tension with a knife. You play tuxedo, they're gonna turn around like, what the fuck is this? Okay, you know, it's just one of those things. Like it's gonna knock tension out. Yeah, with a Mike Tyson punch, just <laughs> one hit, maybe bite your ear too. Oh, I don't yes. know. So, I'm going to say this or whatever, man. And, like, I know a lot of niggas are going to be like, oh, that's just you or whatever, mm-hmm. your shit you've been on or whatever. I'm going to give this a seven. Right. I enjoy this. I'm not going to say, oh, my God, I'm skipping right over to whatever tuxedo. I've been ready for this. But this literally adding to the list of, and you know I've been telling you this. I've been telling everybody this or whatever. And I'm like, yo, niggas ain't be listening to me and shit. I remember what? I've really been just heavy on R&B lately. Yeah. And I'm like, R&B shits have just been slapping or whatever. We got this now. We got Chris Brown. Emotional Oranges dropped their first shit. Yeah. Um, this new, not this new chick or whatever, but um, Shay Leo or whatever. She does a lot of shit with Kate Trinata. Like, mm-hmm. she dropped an EP called Dangerous That's Hard. Fucking Alex Isley, the, the Perfection and Everything or whatever, part two. Like, Solange. I'm like, I'm like yo, just, just R&B, I, I, I mean, just rotation of R&B. Like, I, I'm not trying to diss on the hip-hop. Shit, even Tyler's last album was kind of R&B. Right. Like, alternative and shit. Right. We being real. And Futures technically was R&B. Like, 
just it's been so many like I'm not like I said I don't want to diss on the rap records or whatever because like yo we getting on some hard we getting on some shit soon just wait that that bandana is coming soon just wait for that one. right Revenge of the Dreamers three still ain't got through all of it or whatever but you know dope shit but just as far as R and B has just been on a tear that's why I get upset or whatever when niggas are like oh you know what I'm saying it's not like it's not like it was in like the nineties or whatever it's and I'm like well. It's, it's just as much talent. You just don't want to listen to it or whatever. I feel like right. it's way more underground now compared to, like, it was a lot more mainstream in the day. Like, it's still technically mainstream now, but, like, you're not finding the dope shit. No. Like, you have to go list. look for that shit. You have to go find the Lucky Days, the Hers, the Brent Diaz, uh, the fucking... I, See, I'm going to tell you, like, rap in itself yeah. is not really a genre anymore, in my opinion. Hip hop rules the world right now. Yeah. Hip hop, I think. I think it's R and B soul. Like I think, yeah. I think it's hip hop R and B soul. Like that whole just yes, like jed all together, all together that runs the world. But at the same time, what you were saying though, back in the nineties and stuff like that, R and B was right up there with rap because you had R and B singers. Was it uh? It was Mary J and Method Man. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's man. like one of the number one records of all time. Like one of the greatest records of all time. You still see it now, but I feel like back then they had a formula where it was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay, well, I'm singing most of the shit or whatever. We put like one of your rap verses maybe at the beginning or like right, like right towards the end or whatever. And it works every time. And then you do the reverse yeah. for, okay, I'm rapping or whatever. You sing a little bit at the beginning, and then you sing a little bit at the end and shit. And that formula worked forever. Now we got right. to the point where, like, yeah, we still see that. But, like, that could be this fucking same yeah. artist. Like, and you to, not even know it. Like, to this day. <laughs> you know what I'm to saying? To this day, talking about that one album, that one record, though. What's up? Is, um, every time, like, I know every time I play it, so no matter where I'm at, yeah. people go nuts. Because all you, all you hear is, you're all I need. And people lose it. Yeah. They hear this bell start chiming. Right. They lose it. I remember I was at this country bumpkin wedding one time. I think it was in Bath. But you got to think about it too like this or whatever. I mean like, I'll, not even me I always say whatever. Because like, I mean of course, I ain't going to say we was even late to Mary's joint or whatever. But you know, I'll get on some Mary every now and again or whatever. Like, yeah. just... That's, I mean, that is, she's a bona fide superstar. Yeah, easily. Mess one of the best rappers ever. Yeah. Like, that shit couldn't fail or whatever. Like, do we still get that quote unquote, like, Alicia and Jay Z, like, you know, Empire State of Mind type joints or whatever? No. You know what I'm saying? I feel like like the bigger artists or whatever, like we I feel like we haven't gotten like that big of a hit yet. But you get some dope shit or get like a you know what I'm saying? What's um you get like a LMA with like, you know, a dope rapper or whatever, like right. you know what I'm saying, that's pretty decent and like them I I told you, I I like this new wave. I need people to quit saying like, oh, well, it's, it's no good music out now or it's no good this. It's like, yeah, it's there, you're just not looking for it. You have to fight like just on the album we just did, Tuxedo yeah. Three, you have to find this shit. Yeah, that's like, why I'm like, yo, you like you have to find this stuff or whatever. You, tell me, like if you you you're not gonna look me in the eyes or whatever, and I tell I stole this from Joe Budden's pods or whatever. Right. You did not know the fuck emotional oranges was. Nope, surely didn't. I played this shit after hearing this shit, and I was like, yo, nah, I need fucking uh, just. What's the other chick I be listening to? Heavy that was random as hell. 
Asian or whatever. Yeah. The chick just got that song, um, Lost in London or whatever. It's like, I think it's. Oh, uh, yeah, that chick. I told you, it's so much just random dope records out here where it's like, yo, like, y'all, y'all like looking for the dope stuff, man. It's on, it's right there on your phone. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like people are like, oh, well, it's, it's not. Asian. 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 Yes. Asian. Yeah, that's it. But I'm going to tell you my favorite, going back to Mary J. Yeah. But my favorite album of all time, which nine times out of ten, everybody will agree with me. Yeah. What's the 411? 1992. I can't argue with you. New release. That's like my favorite. And the God on Breakfast Club, he was talking about him. Talking about it, yeah. The other day, like when he wants to go home, relax. Yeah, he'll, I think he'll I throw that, on the four one one. What's the four one one? That's his number one album he listens to. If he wants to sit well, back, that's his, that's his era though. Shit, that was ninety two. Yeah, that was when I was that's born. Back when you know he, that's back when he had hair. Yeah, you know. I mean, shout, shout out the shuttle man guys. Look, I'm telling like, you, go back and like I'm telling you, go back and check like which you have or whatever. Clearly, but like go back and check that and then check like um my life. Right. Yeah, I mean, just, like, Mary J. Like that shit was Mary, crazy. Man. Mary J. Was going ham back in the nineties, man. Like even now, like she won. Um, what was that award she won at the BET Awards this past year? The Lifetime Achievement. That's what it was. Yeah. Lifetime Achievement Award, and she earned it. Because I remember this one dude yeah, was like, "Yo, it, she earned it." He was like, "Yo, Mary's a queen or whatever. She's amazing. Don't get me wrong, but like, yo, like we need to go ahead and give one to Stevie Wonder because we don't, like we don't know how much Stevie gonna be. Around. Stevie is still around. Yes, he is still around. He is Stevie still smiling. Not have a Lifetime Achievement Award from BET. That's insane. They was Stevie like, you start looking at the people. list or whatever, and people that have, like, this award before Stevie's, it's like, bro, I was, I still played um, Super Woman by Stevie. Yeah. I'm still playing a lot of songs by Stevie, <laughs> but that's the one that's been, like, heavy in rotation lately, as far as that record, just, like, the song off. I think that's... Been my favorite, my favorite my Stevie life. Wonder track of all time. Sign Still, still Delivered. <laughs> all time. It just comes in, that little piano riff, and then all of a sudden, it just... You hear that? Uh, I, I I couldn't I couldn't tell you my favorite because I mean I just have so many, so many. I mean, just also shout out Stevie Wonder. This is a random fact or whatever. Since we talking about this now, you know, this past week or whatever, we was chilling and shit. I for like the first time in a while was out and I wasn't wearing a hat. This was insane. I never forget this chick asking to like if I like was gonna hat fish her or whatever, and I'm like, yo, what you mean? Like I got dreads or whatever. She was like, what was, I don't that, what was the term? Huh? Hatfish? Hatfish. Hatfish. What is hatfish? Hatfish is whenever, like, apparently dudes be wearing hats because they don't want to cover up, like, they messed up hair and or they don't have any hair on right, the top bald, of it. balding and Yeah, thing and shit and like that. that. Okay, so I've never heard that I term. I was hatfishing her. I've said, never heard that term. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, the homegirls put me on game. Huh. And, um... She asked if I was hat fishing, and I was like, yo, I got dressed. Like, what the fuck? And she was like, I don't know. You might have, like, just something middle, missing in the middle. And I'm like... How old do you think I am? Right. Like, like you know, what? I mean, think ah. about yeah. Think about this. <coughs> oh god! You know, you know our homeboy Trey. Why do you oh, think? Oh yikes! Have you ever yeah. seen him without a hat? It's very rare to see him without a hat. But first time I ever saw him without a hat, I told him put that hat back on. That's how I feel about it. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna do it like that. Uh huh. Hey, DJ Trey Vegas, baby. Jesus Christ, bro. Any closing thoughts, bro, before we get out of here, man? I mean, honestly, to the people, if you had listened to this album or any album or any track by Tuxedo, I know all y'all got Apple Music. I know all y'all got Spotify Premium. That's it. 
It's you, free. You're, you're listening. I mean, if you own either, you're listening to this you, right now. Uh, yeah. If you own either, you're listening to it right now. You can listen to our podcast. And after that, go listen to Tuxedo. Start with our, our first song we ever heard, which number is number one. one. First song I ever heard was number one. That was on the Tuxedo. First album came out in 2015. Also the intro on that same um, album, Lost Lover. Yeah. Crazy record. I mean, insane record. I mean, let's see. Let's go. You can go through the list, shit. Yeah, let's go through it. I spelled it wrong. <laughs> oh, God. There we go. Let's go. Let's see. Yeah. 2015. There's Lost Lover. Are you ready? So good. I got you. Number one. Do it. Do it is my second favorite. Yeah, one. that shit's hard too. Got about that. I got a new one for you. Yeah, I got the way that sounds. See, know? I said I wasn't gonna sing this episode. I was like, I, I'm normally the one singing every time. I'm, I'm not singing this episode. It's the Mookie mix. Dropping the vocals. It's the Mookie mix getting to y'all. No, no vocals, man. Like I said, we're gonna start selling in stores here soon. Hey, bro. I told you. Can you go ahead and drop the check? Drop. Drop the, <laughs> drop the sponsorship. We got you. Yeah, live. But, What's your closing thoughts there, Mookie? Man, I mean, dope record. I'm not surprised. They gave me exactly what I wanted. Like, this has been a pretty good, not only, which I mean, I feel like every year is a dope year for music or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. dope summer. Every year. I, I mean, this is a perfect is time to drop this right now. Yeah. This is the type of weather you need to listen to this type of music with. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Fits perfect. Like, you couldn't, like, bro, we don't need to be listening to this whenever it's cold out. Yeah, yeah, that and the thing is, like people at the pool and it's hot, yes. and you're not in the water. You don't want to listen to Migos. You don't want to listen to some hardcore gangster rap. You know, Actually, don't tell some people though. I'll tell them to their face. Ah. I ain't scared of nothing. But uh, but yeah, this is one of those albums like everybody needs to listen to once. You know, it's just one of those things. Definitely check it out. These guys did their thing or whatever. It's incredibly slip on music. I mean, and just, I mean, it's dope or whatever. Like, if you, like, it's definitely something or whatever, which I don't know about, like, how everyone was raised or whatever, but, like, your parents listen to something similar to this sound. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the back of your head, you're going to be like, yo, I've heard shit like this before. Like, where, where do I know this at? Right. And it's going to be, like, two completely different, like, dudes or whatever. Hey, if your parents were raised in the 80s, they would love this album. Oh, bro, I can't even imagine playing this for my mom. She probably would think imagine this Imagine playing current. for Karen. Like, come on now. Karen would freak. She'd be like, yeah, this is She'd lose her mind. My dad lost his mind. My dad. Country boy from Bethel, North Carolina. Jeez. He lost his mind when he heard this playing out of my room one day. <laughs> oh, he man. lost it. But... Anyway, like I said, I appreciate appreciate you having me today. Hey, bro, this is one of many, man. I told you, one open of many. invite whenever, bro. You already know that, right? I have to definitely get you back on or whatever anytime. I mean, I I, I told, I'm telling, you, I'm, I'm people, I'm telling y'all now, I'm gonna get him to do the whole whatever thirty six records Chris Brown just gave us on fucking Indigo. How many records? Oh God, like Chris, I'm gonna have, on, I'm gonna have to have a day off, nothing to do. We're going to start at like noon. It's an incredible album, but it's We're like... We're probably going to eat lunch on the podcast. Okay, excuse me. It's 32 records. It's two hours and four minutes. Dear God. Maybe you'll have a... 
uh, two and a half, two and a half gallons of the mix on deck. I'll sit. Jesus Christ, we are gonna be destroyed in here. Good God. But you don't no, know how much I drink, man. I drink a lot. I'm a, when we leave, whatever. I'm gonna text you the records. <clears throat> at least I kind of fuck with right now, whatever. And you'll like those. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, just get through this whole thing. I don't know if the review's ever gonna come out or whatever. Because God forbid, I'll, like I said, it's gonna be like Solange. I can't find nobody to come up here and talk Solange with me and shit. And I'm not about to come up here myself and be singing every damn record because I know them by heart by this point. So good lord. But when yeah. I can find someone to do the damn Chris Brown shit, <laughs> best believe it's coming. Mm. Yo, Tuck. Enjoyable to have you, bro. Always, man. Till next time, Always. man. You already know. Ox me later. Another great episode. And until yeah. then, we are. Yeah.